0: You're listening to the Multifamily Market Watch for Washington State. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily industry news around the state, from Puget Sound to the Tri-Cities. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch. This week, we focus on Washington State. I'm your host, Darren Kirk Douglas. The top news this week... Amidst a national housing shortage, a report finds that 5.5 million homes are vacant in the United States. Governor Inslee got some good news from the state Supreme Court, and the Department of Housing and Urban Development has given a financial boost to housing vouchers. We'll have those stories and more in just a moment. This HFO Multifamily Market Watch update for Washington is co-sponsored by Gantry, Inc., the nation's largest independent mortgage broker, and by J.R. Johnson, experts in multifamily restoration and repair work. An analysis of the 2022 U.S. Census Bureau data by LendingTree, Inc. revealed that almost 5.5 million housing units are vacant. In the 50 largest metro areas of the nation. That results in an 8% housing vacancy rate. The reason for these vacancies vary, with 26.6% empty because they're for rent, 17% used part time as vacation homes, and 8% undergoing repairs or renovations. According to a Lending Tree staff economist, addressing or reducing these vacancies would require nuanced policy considerations tailored to specific cities. The Washington State Supreme Court ruled in favor of Governor Jay Inslee's eviction moratorium this past week, and that was in effect from March 2020 to October 21. The moratorium prevented landlords from raising rents or evicting tenants for nonpayment. Landlords had argued the moratorium was financially detrimental to them, while tenant advocates believed it was essential to prevent widespread homelessness during the pandemic. The court's very narrow final decision was split five to four. In anticipation of a surge in eviction after the governor's eviction moratorium ended in October 2021, the state introduced the Eviction Resolution Pilot Program. That program aimed to reduce evictions ease the judicial system's burden, and prevent tenants from having eviction records. Looking at Clark County as an example, the program was considered a success when it served more than 13,500 people, and only 1,200 eviction cases were filed between July 1, 2022 and June 30, 2023. At the time, the program faced criticism from landlords who felt it delayed cases and impacted their finances. Today, Room 302 of the Clark County Courthouse has become a hotspot for the anticipated surge in eviction cases, with August recording the highest number in years. Last year, Clark County ranked third in the state for evictions, and it is now seeking other alternatives to manage these increased filings. Even as the state introduced eviction protections and a subsequent pilot program, King County's Regional Homelessness Authority recently laid off dozens of its own staff. According to the Seattle Times, the employees hired as a result of their personal experience with homelessness now face the threat of being homeless again. The Partnership for Zero Initiative, which aimed to eradicate homelessness in downtown Seattle and The Chinatown International District had been labeled a pilot program. According to the Times, this term was not communicated to the employees. Many employees had to choose between a housing voucher and their job and now risk having neither. The Times reports the authority acknowledged it made communication missteps and is working to help those affected workers. In response to skyrocketing rents in Washington state, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development has announced a significant increase in the spending power of housing voucher holders. This move, which took effect October 1st, will see an average rise of 10.7% in voucher values, with some areas like Pierce and Thurston counties seeing an increase of over 20%. The adjustment aims to aid families in securing affordable housing faster and to incentivize more landlords to participate in this program. Matthew Gardner of Windermere Economics provided insights into the state's economic future at the recent Washington State Multifamily Housing Association conference. Gardner said he anticipates sustained low unemployment in Washington with a slight rise until mid-2024, before a decline. He predicts Seattle will see job growth of just over 1% in 2024. And while he estimates a 35% probability of a recession within the next year, as a result of the Fed's efforts to achieve 2% inflation, he expects this target to be reached by late 2024. In Population Highlights, he mentioned that Washington has surged by 226% since 1950 and has had an increase of 45,000 souls in 2022 alone. Gardner also forecasts a rise in renter households throughout the state and predicts King County will see an addition of 39,000 renters in the next five years with Pierce and Snohomish County each welcoming about 7,000 renters and Clark County adding more than 5,000. People often wonder whether empty apartment spaces could be a solution to the region's housing crisis, and while a recent study suggests that dozens of aging office buildings in Seattle, Tacoma, and Bellevue could be converted into apartments, the financial feasibility of such conversions remains a challenge. Despite a regional office vacancy rate of 19%, the costs associated with conversions likely outweigh the benefits. Local governments will most likely need to offer incentives to make these projects pencil for developers and investors. If the values of some regional office buildings decline, the option may become more appealing. After a decade of planning and five years of construction, Sound Transit's $283 million Tacoma Link light rail extension has opened. The T-Line connects Tacoma's downtown core from the Hilltop neighborhood to the Tacoma Dome District Transit hub. This light rail extension is expected to significantly boost economic development in the region, with several apartment units already under construction along the line. The Washington State Office of the Attorney General has issued a letter to the owner of Leisure Manor Mobile Home Park in South Aberdeen. The letter calls for a refund to tenants for recent rent and fee hikes, which were found to violate state law. Leisure Manor residents formed an association last year after receiving a 37% rent increase following the park's acquisition by Hearst & Son LLC. The Attorney General's ongoing investigation focuses on ensuring fair practices in mobile home communities. In East Vancouver, a proposed rezone has sparked controversy. This rezoning would allow the construction of a four-story apartment complex in the Fishers Landing East neighborhood, predominantly consisting of single-family homes. Residents, including Andrew Chen, are opposing the move and are urging the city and developers to consider alternative solutions to the housing crisis. After a public hearing, the city's planning commission is set to vote. Meanwhile, Vancouver has partnered with Los Angeles-based developer LPC West to transform the city-owned Waterfront Gateway site. This development, located near City Hall, promises to introduce hundreds of housing units and create thousands of jobs. Construction is slated to begin in spring of 2025 and conclude by the end of 2027. This project aligns with Vancouver's vision for urban housing, environmental sustainability, and public spaces. In transactions, two San Francisco-based companies have acquired the Waters Edge Apartments in Kent for $80 million. The apartment complex, now renamed Renew Water's Edge, was purchased by Jackson Square Properties in 2016 for $56.6 million. The population in Kent has surged by 40% in the past decade. San Diego-based real estate company Colrich has acquired the Novi at Queen Anne Apartments in Seattle's uptown area for slightly more than $60 million. The property, previously known as Harrison Square, consists of 166 units. The sale is among the top 10 largest in the Puget Sound region this year. And don't forget, you can stay up to date with the latest from the Washington State multifamily industry by following the HFO blog and subscribing to the Multifamily Market Watch podcast available on all major podcast markets. Our entire office specializes in multifamily real estate, making HFO the largest multifamily brokerage in the Pacific Northwest. Your success is our passion. Build your legacy with HFO. Call 503-241-5541 or visit our website at hfore.com for more information. HFO is an affiliate of the Global Real Estate Advisor Network.